And welcome to the News Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we haven't done this for a while, so we apologize, but we are doing <laughs> our Academy Award nominated sequels. Yes. And we got into watching other Academy Awards movies, movies and then got into watching old VHS. Well, and then life got in the way. Yeah. And you have birthdays, celebrations. Yeah. Groceries, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Stuff I, happens. No. But, no. If, anybody, uh, if anybody's that concerned about it, right? You know. Yes. Pound sand. Right. If you don't have that much of a life, right? Come on. So we are watching the four-time nominated uh, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award movie, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yay. Um, also, it's been nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Supporting Actress. For Angela Bassett, Best Original Song, Rihanna, Lift Me Up, Best Makeup and Hairstyle, Best Costume Design, and Best Visual Effects. All worth it with their nomination, don't you think? Yes, very much so. Um, I'm surprised, like, sound editing is not in this. Yes. Because I thought the sound was actually really good. I did, too. I thought it was very good. There was was a lot of good transitions between the land and sea and all that. Visual effects are stunning in this movie. Agreed. Um, costumes are great, as, as always. I thought cinematically this was a better, you know, made movie uh, than the first one. Cinematically wise. Yeah. Uh, Story wise, obviously, Black Panther is, is is will go down as a classic. I thought the, I thought the first one was cinematically was very good, uh, but I think this one has like a like an even larger scope. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that I think that in this one, whenever they have like the action, everybody's driving fast cars and trying to get away from whatever. Right. I think that was much more under control in this movie. Oh, I agree. Then like that was that was one of the things in the first movie that I was yeah. like, oh, my God, it's still going. It's, it was fun, was more, but it was lot, like oh a lot God. more polished and a lot more refined. Yeah. And just shot a little bit better. It felt like it. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Well, and and Ryan Ryan Coogler had um, Coogler Coogler. He had his uh, he had his team doing it, but he had a, he continuously reminded them that guys, this is a comic book movie. Yeah. So that's even true. though you know everything was shot very very well cinematically, he mm-hmm. was also making sure that they were using like unique kinds of angles and like mm-hmm. good like weird approaches to things. I think that's what made it really visually stunning is that mm-hmm. he was like, he didn't go so weak on it that you, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, it's not even a comic book movie at all. Mm-hmm. But he also didn't go so goofy as to go into like the Ang Lee Hulk kind of territory. Right. I think this movie feels like a Marvel movie and doesn't feel like a Marvel movie at the same time. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just Marvel movies have a tendency to. We got to be funny. We got to be, you know, I, I don't know, just like in your face, like a little too much. I think this breeze at the right moments and it uh, it has the action at the right moments. It has the um, uh, sentiment at the right moments. Yeah. It just it's every everything correctly. And it and it has um, it has the right. Um, I don't want to say this very blend of like. Because I like when Marvel throws humor in with stuff, right? But 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 there's too much. It seems know? like it's gotten to the point sometimes, and and 
I know some people just straight up dog on Marvel films, but like I I really enjoy the Marvel films. I'm a huge comic nerd. Uh, you know, grew up with it. So every time I've seen one of these, it's magical. Even if it doesn't like you know follow along with what I knew exactly, I still enjoy it for what it is. Even the Immortals. Even the Eternals. The Eternals. Yeah, even the. Why Eternals. did I say the Immortals? Because they're immortal. Because they're immortal. Yeah, it's the Eternals. Okay. That's what I meant. The Immortal Eternals. Sure. <laughs> the the, uh, the Infinite. I wasn't a so. comic book geek. Can you tell? <laughs> well, I think comic book geeks, even some people, don't know the Eternals so well. That's so. true. I I liked them because yeah. Neil Gaiman wrote their book. That's how oh, I got okay. started yeah, yeah. on them. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have cared. Okay. But. Sure. Um, but but I think part of the, like the humor on this is not like there's some of them especially with like think of like the thor movies where i'm like oh my god the humor is just mm. overshadowing like the the bits just are taking over mm. and i thought that like they had some good humor on there especially when they're like dealing with riri williams at uh mit mm. uh you have uh shuri and uh okoye there talking to her and like the there's humor in it but it's not overpowering to the story so much. And so I really appreciated uh, him mm-hmm. drawing back on that a little bit. Hey, speaking of, should we go through the cast? I'm really bad at like pronouncing people's names. Yeah. Can you try to butcher their names for me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, of course, we have Letitia Wright. Right. There's Shree. People know as the controversial person <coughs> of yeah. uh, COVID-19. Yeah. She... Put a 69-minute video of someone, you know, saying that the, hey, questioning the vaccine and yeah. basically saying China was the Yeah, spreading a lot of conspiracy theories. A lot of theory the conspiracy stuff. theories that you've heard. That, yeah. Uh, you so, know. yeah, I was not happy about that. And actually But they was, said that she did not express any of that during the filming. Like Angela Bassett said, she did not say anything to her right. about all that. Right. And it's it's, it's like, like what do you do? You just like I don't talk about the vaccine to people I work with. But you know what? Here's the other thing, though. I think if La- if Letitia Wright was trying that, at, yeah. like if she was trying that during the filming of the thing and delaying it and doing whatever, I think that she might have been looking at you know uh, a career change <laughs> with that. You know, mm-hmm. that's, I think they'd have been harsher on her than they were for like Miles Teller. Yeah, who Miles Teller. Same thing was spreading yeah. around conspiracy with the lady and, from uh, Mandalorian. What's her name? Gina. Yeah, Gina Carano. Yeah, yeah. And then they kicked her to the curb. Thank God. Right. So she could do. But she was problem. Other uh, great not. acting things, <laughs> um, like so whatever propaganda film whatever she's in. Yeah, with Kevin Zorbo. I don't know. What <laughs> no, she was you know? she was in a, a propaganda yeah. film about the Bidens. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like when her claim to Should fame. Should we keep going with the cast? Yeah. yeah well. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was say Miles Teller, he got a bunch of people sick with COVID, mm-hmm. but you know yeah. somehow got to keep moving through. Right. Also, like, got a lot of people sick from his bad acting. Yes, from what I know. True. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. Then of course we have La Lupita Nyong'o, which as, people might remember her from the production assistant uh, of the movie Where God Left His Shoes. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nakia. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, the production assistant to the Constant Gardener. Well, she was also Lupita Nyong'o was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So, but she's she's in a bunch of Disney properties. She's in this, sure. and she's in. Um, she got her start as she production. was in the, she was in the new Star Wars trilogy as mm-hmm. Maz Kanata. Mm-hmm. So I mean, she's got Disney ties. So. Sure. Uh, and I think she's a fabulous actress. Oh, I think she's wonderful. She was uh, great in 12 Years of Slave, which she won the Academy Award for. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also a production assistant for the movie The Namesake. Good, good. Yeah. Wasn't she in, was she in Us? She also uh, directed, yes. Yeah, uh, yes. She also directed the music video, uh, The Little Things You Do. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She was in uh, Us with, with Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Winston and, Duke. Yes. Uh, that you might know. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he on, was he on Modern Family? Um, I think he was on when he was young. Us. Uh, people know him as that, but he was also on Modern Family. Yeah. Um, but people might know him as Cedric Jones from the Law & Order SVU episode, Gridiron Soldier. Remember that episode? No. I do. I mean, do you? He played Cedric Jones. Okay. Yeah. But then, he also played Dwight for three episodes in Modern Family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was. Or I Curtis think that was Turner that was a weird story that they backed away from. Mm-hmm. Where like they adopted him mm-hmm. because he was playing football. Um. Of course, and there's also uh, Denai Guerrera as Okoye. Uh, Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda. Mm-hmm. Which you might know her from what's love got to do with it. Yes, and many, many, and many, many, many things. Many other things. Uh, how Ramonda got her groove back. <laughs> uh, our bad villain. What about our bad villain? Tena Huerta. Mm-hmm. From, uh, from, as Manuel, from two episodes of Mozart from the Jungle. Yes. Yeah, he was not that. No, no, you don't know that. I read that before when I was trying to figure out who he oh, was. Okay, gotcha. But you never watched Mozart of the Jungle. No. Congratulations. No one else did. I know people who watched it. Who? Uh, my friend Ginger Courtney. Okay, Ginger Courtney. Congratulations. Yeah, she really liked you it. You were the one person that Amazon applauded. How many for. seasons was it? Two. Was it two? So it's lasted longer than some things that Golden we like. Golden Globe award winning Mozart of the Jungle. Sure. Um, so yeah, Tenac Huerta as, uh, well, I always used to say Namor, but they say Namor. Namor? Yeah. Namor. Yeah. Um, so, and it's this. interesting take. We kind of we talk about go, the background. The Raven would say Namor. 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 Um, <laughs> then we, of course he has his, uh, he has his sidekick. So, uh, Mabel Cadenia as Namora. Oh yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, Alex Livinali. As Atuma. Mm-hmm. Both on uh, SVU as well. Were they really? No. I made that up. I mean, they could be. Uh, I There's researched lots the other of people shit, on those shows. But that I made up. It's been on for like 800 years. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, we have the introduction of Dominique Thorne mm-hmm. as uh, Riri Williams. So, who is going to be, uh, mm-hmm. have her own show spinning off here. Oh, uh, from if uh, Beale Street could talk. Yes. 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 That's yes. her. But she is speaking off from Ironheart to Ironheart. Yes, Ironheart. So a yeah. fan favorite. Uh, she is a uh, fan favorite uh, character. Oh, so. Judah and the Black Messiah. She was in that as well. Forgot about that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, she she does excellent. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's got a bunch of she's stuff. She's an up-and-comer, you would say. Yeah, like she's kind of at the beginning of her career. But, like, the stuff that she's been in has hit has been solid. solid. Yeah. Solid. Like, she's... 
She's mm-hmm. doing she's doing good. Don't doesn't need our help. No, so. she doesn't need the SVU help. <laughs> Law and order SVU. Uh, and there's a, there's a whole lot of other people. Um, of course, uh, Michael B. Jordan makes an appearance again. Mm-hmm. And you might know him as a basketball player. Yes. Mm-hmm. For the um, Boston or no, Chicago Bulls. No, not that Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. So he wants to be Michael Jordan. Okay. You might have recognized him as uh, (laughs) one of the guys uh, from a street team who shot another street team in an episode of CSI. CSI. And he he couldn't talk because he got locked off from getting a staple in his leg. Plus, he didn't have his SAG card yet. (laughs) Uh, He shows up again, too. So, and then... uh, uh, we we get back. Uh, Martin Freeman is Everett Ross. Uh, Julie Wee Dreyfus shows up again as Contessa Valentina. Which you might know her from the sitcom Day by Day. That's the one. Yes, <laughs> and she's in Troll or Troll Two. I can't remember yes, which or one. Veep. Um, and then of course Trevor Noah as the voice of the oh. uh, like the AI, like their Jarvis. Yes. So yeah, and you might know Trevor Noah. I mean, possibly walking down the street, you might know him. And in a blink or you miss it, Lake Bell. <laughs> Lake Bell. <laughs> Lake Bell is in for two seconds. Boston Legal's Lake Bell. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she was really weird. She shows up and I'm like, oh shit, Lake Bell. I was like, wow, Lake Bell's going to be in this, right? I wondered who she was going to be. Kill her and off. Then, like, instantly dies. I was fine like, with that. Oh, whatever. Okay. Lake Bell just wanted to be in the Marvel Universe for two seconds. Yeah, but come on. You could have been a named somebody. Uh, <laughs> like, she could have uh, been something. It could have been something. It could have been something. Uh, Mockingbird kind of thing, maybe? I don't know. Her? Yeah, like she could have been something like that. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, we've had like eight Mockingbirds We've had eight Mockingbirds. No, we've had eight Mockingbirds, but, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, who says that we can't have a ninth? Just saying. (laughs) Okay. So. Lake Bell, who previously voiced Natasha Romanoff in uh, What If. Yeah. Yeah, she was in the. Like What If, see? Because ScarJo didn't come back to yeah. revoice us, so right. she so did it. Lake Bell. Yeah. yeah. So but Lake Bell does a lot of Marvel. voiceover stuff anymore. She does a lot of voiceover stuff these days. She's amazing. I actually didn't like her before when I first saw her 20 billion years ago. Oh, we forgot um, that uh, there is an appearance by the good doctors, um, Richard Schiff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or Toby from the West Wing. Or Rat Bag from Young Guns 2. Exactly what I was remembering. <laughs> it's Rat Bag. You know, Rat Bag from oh, rat Young bag. Guns 2. Uh, do us the love die. <laughs> did we do Young Guns 2? Yeah, we did Young yeah, Guns 2. Yeah, we did. Back and listen to that. And Major League 2, who he was the commercial director. He, we, what? He's been in. He's a do us the love Yeah, he's been in a bunch of them. Major League 2. Yeah. Did we do Lost World, Jurassic Park? He was in that? Did yeah, we, we did. Because he was the yeah. one guy that gets killed. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. He knows what's if up. If you need a sequel, call Richard Shift. If you <laughs> be like, yeah, I'll do it. No problem. Sure. That was my Richard Shift. It was very good. It was very good. I uh, applaud myself for a lot of people call me up and say, Brad, I would like you to do your Richard Shift impression. I go, I am Richard Shift. And they're like, it's Richard Shift, not Shift. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, sorry. And he, what What do I know? And he has his, his one-man 
comedy uh, stage show. Oh, yeah? What is it called? Shift for Brains. <laughs> oh, really? He does comedy now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like brain. it's like one of those like it's called comedy. Shift for brain. It's so his comedy. It's more about like a storytelling experience. It's called Shift for Brains. Shift for Brains. And he talks about his his time on West Wing, how funny it was. One of them, yes. How funny it was, you know, doing scenes about him being possibly tossed in jail for trading secrets. Yeah. Government secrets, perfect. Love yeah. It. And, and that was not part of the West Wing. He almost got thrown in jail. For <laughs> no, that was part of the West Wing. Trading real secrets. Trading real secrets of, of of his time on Young Guns 2 as a rat bag. A rat bag. I should have known rat bag would betray rat us. Rat bag. <laughs> All right. Not to be not to be confused but with my friend Rag Bag. No. Do not, do not get that confused. But rat bag. Rag bag. Oh. Rat bat. Rag bag. <laughs> Just replace the... <laughs> The, the, uh, also, oh. Skip Thomas. In the, in the, oh, we, I could talk forever about the filmography of Richard Schiff, but we need to continue. Yes. So go ahead. We do. Um, so, like, maybe just I'll maybe I should kind of go back and give a synopsis before give we talk about what we thought about really, this. I mean, I kind of just want to talk about what we liked about the movie. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So um, and and I'll get this part first. Let me kind of go back. I think we do need to talk about this, uh, but. So, following the untimely death of the fierce Black Panther, grieving Queen Ramonda and noble Princess Cherie struggled to find their feet in a world eager to strip Wakanda of its precious vibranium resources. But one year after the death of King T'Challa, the country faces yet another threat. This time, King Namor, the mutant leader of an unstoppable oceanic warrior race, is determined to protect the hidden underwater kingdom of Talokan. Uh, from the surface world at all costs. Sure. And as the invaders suffocating stranglehold titans, Wakanda must prepare to fight with or without its valiant defender. Yeah. I'm pretty bold that they didn't have uh, Chadwick Boseman in this movie. Oh. Just kill him up. No, I'm joking. That, that, but that's why I think we need to talk about it. I think we do need to talk about it because there was it's a it's a beautiful scene. They talk about the the death of of the Black Panther. Or, yeah. But it's it's synonymous with the death of. Chadwick Boseman, who yes. was a talent and himself. Yeah. Uh, not only in this movie, but other movies as well. That uh, very short lived career that he did have, but he did leave an impact. Yeah. Uh, on uh, popular culture and uh, in in just film itself. Uh, with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Um, you have, uh, I think he played the one baseball movie where he was, uh, who's the black baseball player then? Jackie Robinson? Yeah, Jackie Robinson. There's in that movie as well. I mean, just a wonderful actor. Um, and uh, so we get a scene where, you know, they're talking about the death, and then uh, you know how Marvel does the whole Marvel thing. You, you hear the music, and you get yeah. pumped up for it. Well, they, and, you, and it says Marvel, and you see all the different superheroes. Well, we have no music at all, which is haunting itself. And we, we slowly see a, a little bit. But then we see all Chadwick Boseman, like scenes from from him throughout the years of, of playing Black Panther. Yes. And it's quite, it, it's effective, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, crap, that was amazing, right? And so, you know, it's a little heart-tugging. And, and it then is. We need to move on. Yeah. But we need to also 
say hey which is which is a broad like like honestly would this have been a different movie if Chadwick Boseman was still alive yes obviously oh, yeah. it would have been yeah you know what I mean um and I think but this is the this is the this was the big conversation that was had it was do we keep going and recast or do we you know say hey the character has died and then move on like we did Right. And there was like a there was a big debate about that. And so like Marvel, Ryan Coogler, they felt it was like they wanted to do exactly what they did, which was, hey, the character's passed. Now, you know, who who picks up the mantle from there mm-hmm. and has them dealing with that loss? Um, but there was some people who said, you know, um, and I see their point, too, where they said, look, we, you know, we went for a long time. Without, uh, like, really, like, a main black superhero. And, yeah, he died. So then you're going to kill off T'Challa because of that? Right. And, and you see the, the, yeah, the the problems that they might have had. Yeah. And and Chadwick Boseman, uh, Chadwick Boseman's brother, Derek, was a huge, he was very outspoken about not wanting, uh, about not wanting to recast or about he wanted to recast it because he said that Chadwick Boseman would have been realized that the character T'Challa, a black black Panther was much bigger than just him. And that it would have been okay to recast it at that point. I think it's at that point it's too hard. Yeah. Because that's diminishing. It's just, yes. Right. Yeah. He's synonymous at that point as black Panther. Yeah. He will always be Black Panther. Yeah. No matter what. It's like trying to outdo Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Um, and I think, you people know, you try could, and people, there are people that have come close. Yeah. But you're never going to get like a Christopher Reeves. It, yeah. And I think that if this was earlier on in Marvel, maybe that they could have gone that route. But like, like they did with Ed Norton. Uh, replacing hey, him with Mark Ruffalo. Well, it was Ed Norton. Hey, hey, neighbor. Hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, man? <laughs> it's me, Hulk. Uh, so, but they could have replaced him probably early on. I think it would maybe been right. okay, but like with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it's just so hard now what because if they just replaced him with Mark Ruffalo. Like they just keep replacing people with Mark Ruffalo. Like if yeah. someone dies, just make Mark Ruffalo. Dude. Mark Ruffalo. Mark the, Ruffalo the, uh, is right. But I think with this, it was just like, and not only that, like the film was so critically acclaimed. Black Widow is the Black Widow. Made such a a big impact that it's like, I I just, I don't see how they could have done it. No, they couldn't have. In fact, I think that this movie actually uh, works because they, they do comment on it and then they build on it. Yes. So I think that's the good thing. Well, and also lets other characters shine. Yes, in the movie, I think that's a, a big thing. Like, right, these supporting characters from the first movie, who we fell in love with, yeah, were now catapulted into a bigger role, and uh, want to spread false COVID. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Um, no, I, it, I think that it, it, I think back to like, Rhodey, right, or even. Oh, um, you talk about Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle? Well, it doesn't matter. Okay. The, the character, there's another character change, the weird character change, but, you know, 
But Don Cheadle, as as War Machine, he shows up in things. You know, mm-hmm. he they keep him around, but he's never really. They never really do much with him as a character. No. And and even I'm gonna be honest, like um, even Falcon becoming Captain America, until they had that movie. It just seemed like Falcon was always kind of background again. Mm-hmm. And I think that some one of the things that suffers with the Marvel movies is you're always introducing new characters. And so you sometimes don't get to grow the the peripheral characters as much as you want to. Um, but they have some other tactics that help with that. So like. Loki getting his own, and a lot of them with the TV series. So Loki getting a series, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. you know, that, um, you know, you get these side movies that you're like, okay, now I can develop this person. And uh, I think that works a lot better. But like with this, okay, if we had Chadwick Boseman and he's, they're trying to, you know, they're introducing Namor and Namor and Atuma. You got the, his peripherals and you have, if you're trying to bring in Riri Williams or whoever else, I'm like, where does that leave like M'Baku and Okoye and, you know, Nakia and any of those other characters? Like, would they have even been mm-hmm. in there? I had Nakia once. Oh, no, that's a car, isn't it? That's like a, a oh, Kia. That's a Kia. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought I I kept uh, I used to spell it the wrong way. I spelled it like the phone, like a Nokia, <laughs> like a Nokia. I thought that was her power. She's indestructible, like a Nokia. Uh, <laughs> I had a brick phone called a Nokia. <laughs> but no, the uh, I think that part of the side effect of of his character and basically saying he's died is now you get um, you get Cherie. You know, trying to kind of fight against her responsibilities and uh, trying to, to to do things better. Trying to, like, she's suffering a little bit because she's not dealing with the grief. Uh, do you think we would have had Angela Bassett's character been more if Chadwick Boseman was in it? Like, if Chadwick Boseman no, was No, I don't think exactly. she'd have been in it as much. Because, That's what I'm thinking. Because I'll, but I'll give you an example. But it flushes out her character more. I'll give you an example. In Thor... Uh, Rene Russo is Freya and Thor's mom, Thor and Loki's mom. And she was like in the first one. Then she's kind of in the second one. And it just seems like they don't show her much until they needed her to die to move the story forward. Um, And so it's like, would she have, you know, mm. would she have only been there to be cannon fodder for mm. the, for the, uh yeah, Talik Talokians. Or... Let me ask you something because I because I've obviously Angela Bassett is nominated for Best Supporting Actress, which yeah. she should be. Yes, right. But is this really Angela Bassett's best role? Um, I don't think so because I really have enjoyed her in a lot of things. I more than this. Not saying yeah. that this is bad by any means, but I feel like this is a nomination and possible win. That we're just giving to her for a career. Yeah. Right? Which happens. Which happens. Yeah. And if she wins, I won't be disappointed. Right. right? That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying she shouldn't win. No. For this. No. She's acting wonderful. She's doing her job correctly. I'm just saying 
I've seen her knock it out of the park so many times. Yes. So many times better than this. Yes. And I'm like, really? This one? No. This is the one that we're championing? And I think she does. I do think she does really well here. Based on, that's a lot of like, well, them in the past not nominating a lot of like, uh, like movies and roles of minorities. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Oscar's so white and all that stuff. Yes. You know, and coming to terms with that and, 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 and going, she should have been nominated for a lot of things. Yes. She wasn't. So I get it. But I just was like, yeah, it, I mean, there is, there's like a, there's two moments that are fine that pretty much probably will be the moments that you see, you know, when she, um, when they show like the clips for the Academy Awards. For like, oh yeah, nominated for this is yeah. Angela Bassett, and they'll show the clip. I sacrifice this, blah blah blah. Yeah, got you know, that, that too. Yeah, which is a great speech. Wonderful, knocks it out of the park. Yeah, does the right thing. But again, I'm just like, uh, this is so great at almost everything. Yeah, that I almost feel like this is just like in the middle. Yes, um, and I agree. And she does have great moments, and I think oh, her, yeah. perf- her performance is excellent. Yeah. Like, regardless, it's excellent. It's but it's but I've also seen her do things I thought were stronger. Um, but like she has some good moments. Like I, I'm sorry that they have a scene where she goes in front of the UN and she's talking to them about because uh, Richard Schiff as the U.S. Uh, you know ambassador and uh, mm-hmm. to the United Nations and then some French ambassador. They're both trying to condemn Wakanda because after T'Challa died, she kind of pulled back from them being involved in the community or in the world community. And they were like, hey, you promised us resources and we're not getting those now. You should give us whatever. And it's cut intercut with scenes from these mercenaries who are trying to rob this boat that has uh, vibranium on it. Well, except the Wakandans are, you know, know what's going on and they fight these people off. And so, uh, queen, uh, the queen starts talking to, uh, the assembly and it's basically like, you sent these people to kill us and take our stuff. Like, what do you want us to do? Right. And she's basically very commanding. Oh, very. And like she, again, she plays the role great. You know, I could see why she's nominated. But it's just, you know, and and it's, you know, after spoiler alert, you know, we don't have her on screen anymore during the last half of the movie. Yes. For the most part. It's not really, I mean. I was disappointed because, I mean, she she dies in a heroic way. Yeah. uh, Saving people. Saving Riri Williams. Um, I was actually very disappointed in the fact that um, because what I thought was going to happen was that like everybody was going to get something like, yeah, like sure you would be Black Panther, but then you'd have Nakia would get something and Okoye and like all these people who were kind of these the peripheral characters who are coming together in the wake of T'Challa's death, M'Baku and those guys, I was like, cool. I want to see what M'Baku with like a, a cool, like 
not Black Panther, but his like gorilla uniform that he would have for him, right. for the Jabari's. And I'm like, oh, I want to see all this. And they kind of stopped halfway with giving like Okoye some stuff. But I was like, man, I really wanted to see Angela Bassett just kicking the living shit out of people. Right. And she would have done it. She would have done it. Maybe Wait, she's getting old, but you know. yeah, no, she she's kept it. She's, I know, I know. Fine. Like I know, she's like, more in shape than I could ever hope like, to be. You know, Lone Star, or whatever it is. Like, yeah, uh, Lone Star nine one one. Lone Star nine one one. but the other one, I don't know, nine one one. One of those. Anyway, I don't know. If she's still on that, but um, but yeah, no. Um, again, great. Um, cast is great. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a fine movie. Yeah. Um, is it as Good as the first one, Jeremy? I don't know. Maybe it's so There's different. It's so hard it's to so quantify because it is so it different. Is this movie so different than any other Marvel movie? Yeah, right. Even the first one. Yeah, because it's so like I don't know. And it takes a lot out of you to watch this movie. Yeah. Well, I think you it's, don't feel like you could just be all like, "Let's watch this one again." There's a lot of conversations you know I mean? about grief and right. about and look. As much as I'm was irritated with Letitia Wright. Um, I thought she did a pretty good job. Yeah, as much as I'm irritated, yeah. she to hold her own in the movie. Yes, to catapult the fact that like she was just kind of a bit player. Yeah, who kind of broke out in the first movie. Yes, and now she's anchoring the whole thing. She does a fine job, right? Oh yeah, she, she she does what she's supposed to do. But she does something where um, I don't think it's something that like like Chadwick Boseman. His portrayal was like. I'm going to be humble, humble and heroic and, and but heroic. Right. And so the, uh, I think that Cherie has that same kind of that aspect, that duality, but like it's, we get this, she's, she's already super intelligent. Like we knew that from before, but she has to balance now being that versus, you know, Am I also tough? You know, brains versus brawn. But then she has to decide whether she's a leader, whether she's yeah going to lead or whether she's, you know, like they, they have going to be a supplier. Yeah. Am I, am I going to be part of the Royal line and and follow my duties or am I going to shrug all that off Mm -hmm. because she didn't want to take that mantle on. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, she has a lot of like duality with that. She deals with, Mm -hmm. um, and I think does very well in her portrayal. Like sometimes mm-hmm. that's so hackneyed, but like I thought she did a very good job with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the performance and I will say like um, something I never thought I would see in a million years. Like M'Baku is a character in the comics where it's kind of like, oh yeah, like he would show up and he's like, I'm a Black Panther villain kind of mm-hmm. a thing. And I was always like M'Baku, whatever. But like, um, and even the first one he showed up, I'm like, oh boy, what's this going to be? Mm-hmm. And he came out on the right side of things in the first one. Um, but in this one, I'm just like, oh man, like you are, he did so great. I <laughs> like, I was just like, wow, man, he's, he's there providing counsel. He's very much like a leader. And you could mm-hmm. tell, like he talks about, mm-hmm. um, you know, his, his character talks about, you know, he he learning from T'Challa and learning 
you know, how to be a leader and how to be there for his people and, right. you know, a, the, a hero kind of I thing. Guess, I'm like, like, wow. For me, the death of, like, the queen still doesn't overshadow the death of Black Panther, right? Yes. Like, the Black, the, having Black Panther die, it, it, it haunts the whole movie. Yes. And so when you have another death in it that's pretty severe with the queen, it still doesn't resonate as much. Yeah. It still does, but not as well as what the whole movie is overshadowed with, which is Chadwick Boseman not being in it. Yes. So that kind of takes a little bit maybe away from me with uh, Angela Bassett, yeah. but it's still there. I, Her I agree. Her performance is wonderful. But. Well, because, okay, so we see at the beginning the, the funeral that they have. I mean, it's... This massive funeral uh, for T'Challa, and it is very dramatic, and it is—it's pretty emotional. Like even I was just like, "Oh gosh," you know, watching it. But then, when Angela Bassett dies, right. they give her the abridged version, which I get it. We just saw it. We don't need to go through right, the entire thing through again. It. The abridged version is fine. Yeah, but it, but it, it but also it's like, like it's your if, queen. If Chadwick Boseman had not died, if Black Panther had not died in the movie. Mm. This would have that whole funeral. That would have been like would have been right now, and it would have been like a dramatic. I think climax. it would have been. I would think it would have even more impact. Yes, than it has in, even in them because it does have impact. Yeah, right. Because you're like, oh crap. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's so it was kind of like it just felt like we. It was there's buried a difference under. in this movie. If Chadwick Boseman was alive, whether he would have been alive or dead, there is a difference that the tone would have. To the movie. Yeah, there's no question about that. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, Talokan and uh, Namor and his people? Um, I thought again, it's almost like the villain that's hard to beat. You know, it's like after yeah. a while, you're like, oh. Um, I love the underwater scenes. Oh, he learned how to swim, by the way. To, I read. I read that he yeah. didn't know how to swim. He didn't know how to swim, so he like well took the role. He took the uh, doggy paddle and he went. Yeah, the magic spoons. Those are my favorite stories. When somebody goes, when someone, yeah, when someone, when somebody, like uh, what was it? Uh, George Takai. They were like, now, do you know how to use like well, ninja he swords? Myelin language. He learned, yes. he learned myelin and uh, how to how to swim. Yeah. So he learned stuff for the movie. Yeah. Um, it's great, but like, like when we were watching it, I go, "That's what." Um, uh, Aquaman should have been like it yes. should have been filmed like that. Yes, I thought the shots were great underwater. That was great visual effects. Uh, they do that. I think you're asking me how I felt about the character though, right? just in general, or just like in you're... general. Okay, um, fine. I mean, the, it's, I thought it was kind of funny that he had you know wings on his feet. The comic has that too. You yeah. know, but I thought, oh wow, you got Nike wings on your feet. I thought <laughs> it was kind of weird. People didn't um, know. People were wondering because. It, it always looks yeah. like in the comics you go, what? I love that. Like he got, he got his, the reason why he got really upset with the, um, the, the human world is that he, when he first came up to the surface, he saw slavery. Yeah. And that's what like drove him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I like that aspect, right? He's yeah. Like, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Like this is what I saw and I'm trying to bury my, my mom. So I like that. And I like that he's a mutant. Yes. Yeah, he's, oh he's God. Mutant. Yeah. Because um, what you pointed out, he's like, oh, he said it because of, well, I guess the X-Men. Well, that's, know. yeah, he's, in the comic, they always talk about him being the first mutant. Right. And it's actually the second time they've said mutant 
in the Marvel mm. properties now, and that was in. Um, mm. uh, yeah. They they say that. Oh God, uh, Ms. Marvel. Oh, they were like, wait. I thought Kevin Feige said he he had a mutant growth on his hand. Yes, that too. That was his third time. Yeah, that's the third one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with it. Like it was, I don't know. I I enjoyed it a lot. Like part of me is the wreckage of Wakanda was really hard for me to watch because it's so. You think of Wakanda as the like invincible, and you think yes, of and you think of Chadwick Boseman as invincible, yes, him as itself. So it is almost symbolic in the way that like to take down Wakanda is like a big deal. Yeah, you know, like these people with the resources that that they have don't get a lot of intruders and don't get a lot of like you know stuff to where they get attacked yeah and to have them attack through water yeah uh i thought it was kind of cool and the visual effects were were there with that but it just felt like after a while i'm like can we just you know shoot the guy or like how are we gonna get you know how are we gonna get him down who namor uh, yeah oh and, bolts wouldn't hurt him right and i know bolts didn't hurt him but i'm just saying like can we find a way and um i don't know i thought at the end it was a little rushed it was like okay i guess we'll we'll compromise well, that was a little rushed, a yeah. little bit, but other than that, I, I you know, fine villain, yeah, maybe possibly turned friend, uh, foe turned to friend. So. Yeah, um, I actually wanted that to be more like a well, because okay, so in the comics, Atuma is a bad guy. No, Atuma is like like in your head. Or yeah, like, I knew that where that was gonna go. <laughs> so it's not Atuma. <laughs> it's not Atuma. Uh, Atuma is a bad guy, and of course we have Namora mm-hmm. and Atuma. No more is Namor's cousin. Um, but I was just like, I thought that Atuma might betray Namor, or you might realize like he was like orchestrating something. And maybe Namor would uh like reluctantly side with the Wakandans or something to kind of set up him for future movies or or you know. Whatever. Right. I thought so too. Like I thought, you know, and I thought why, that you don't want to waste that character. Yeah, I thought that we didn't quite get there with it. Like, it's more of like a he acquiesces because he's like, they're going to go after Wakanda one day and they're going to need us. Like, he was right. like, a, he was like, they'll a, need us. Yeah. He was like Dennis Duffy on 30 Rock with <laughs> Liz Lemon's ex boyfriend. You, you're going to need me one day. You're going to need me one day. You yeah, know, I'm, it was I'm, like, I'm chaos. Yeah. You know, it was, it just felt like, uh, it felt like, it was more of like a, it felt needy in a way. Yeah. It yeah. felt like almost like, like obsessed ex-boyfriend kind of feel to it. And so I'm just like, yeah. eh, I don't know. Um, but I liked their stuff. I liked, I liked that their weapons were like this weird, com- uh, like combination of primitive and, which I mean, Wakanda has that too. Yeah. The combination of futuristic and like, yeah. uh, you know, classic weaponry. Um, I liked, I really liked that the, uh, that the talc, the uh, Talokanians could do the uh, the Atlanteans could do uh, pretty much the siren song. Oh yeah, like when the, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like that too. I because like, normally that's just background music, mm. and for it to be like a needle drop functional well, then thing it brings like, cool. into the fact of the the music, which I thought was great in this movie to begin with. Yes, score and everything. Yeah, it everything you know. sound was great on this. Oh no, I agree, and I think I, I'm just like who was what was nominated for sound. So I'm just like, come on. I don't yeah. know, you know. 
But we are uh, the so uh, supporting actress, which we talked about original song was okay. Rihanna's yeah. song at the end, it's fine. yeah, yeah. Makeup and hairstyle was 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 fine. Yeah, I liked the costume design. Um, I thought it was great, especially the guy with the really weird uh, lip thing, which might be visual effects. Yeah, but um, I thought I actually thought his uh, effect looked better in the first movie than in this one. Well, no, I can't. I could never watch that guy because I'm always like, ooh, I have to turn my head. You know, it's like when someone puts gauges in their ear. Yeah, like yeah, and they're huge. Yeah, like, like the giant. Don't ones. put that in your mouth. Yeah, get that out of your mouth. I got you. Um, but the visual, t- I think the visual effects are better in this movie. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I agree with some of that. I mean. There were things that were cool in the first one too, but I think in this one they were pretty solid. Right. And a lot, because I think the one that got me was a lot of, in the first one, a lot of the stuff that was like yeah. in the city was all at night. I mean, and that happens here too, but um, yeah, there was just a, like a long string of where it looked like that Tokyo, everything's dark except for like illuminated neon sign look. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ruth Carter did the did the costume designs, of course, okay. from the first movie. Um, I think she won for Black Panther in the first yeah. one. So she was the first, I think, black person mm-hmm. to win for costume oh. design or something like that. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, I like, I love the, I mean, they do such a good job with the, the kind of like Afrofuturist style of the clothing. It's got that, both the classic and futuristic blended together kind of look. I really dig it. The, I mean, obviously people did last time too. I think that I'm, I'm really kind of, you know, keep my fingers crossed from here too with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> so do we, uh, do we want to get into our five questions? We do. We do. Well, I am going to make sure I have those right here. After 190 episodes, you don't know the five no, questions. I don't. That we I do. mean, I do. We could just skip them. I do. Want. What is the best part of the movie? Oh, yeah. Can I go first? Yes. Anderson Cooper. Boo. <laughs> Martin Freeman's rogue American accent. Uh, I don't know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, No, Angela Bassett, and I thought the sound, and I think the visual effects are the best part of this movie. Everything combination of that, and the sentimental, um, the, that we brought with Chadwick Boseman was enough, but not too much. Yeah. And then we bookend it. Yeah. Mm, Which was a little too much, but, uh, but it was almost just perfect. You, um, I like the um, oh, and and Anderson Cooper, yeah, the uh, <laughs> I like I really like the um, that like we had a chance to develop these peripheral characters, like Anderson Cooper. No, uh, like I think Winston Duke does. I, I keep coming back to him. I think he did a, a superb job, but like Nepito Leongo, I like, think we we didn't have enough of him. Ag- agreed. Well, like Lupita Nyongo. Doing the, she's working in Haiti, yeah. trying to like do these like uh, charitable things, which I love because she was a spy. She was their war dog. She could infiltrate and do all the, you know, these dirty missions. But here she was wanting to like help people. Uh, and Cherie stepped up and, uh, you know, the Queen Ramonda 
you know, had to take on the mantle she wasn't prepared to take on. And just there was a lot of that. And uh, I really wish we could have gotten to see, like, wish we could have gotten to see Daniel Kaluuya again um, and get him some redemption. I understand why we couldn't. He had a, a conflict of interest or conflict of uh, schedule when the movie was being filmed. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was filming. Uh, nope. No, I mean, no, he didn't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> nope. But I would like to see him get some redemption. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but no, I, I like that we got a chance to really build up some peripheral characters. I think that's something that Marvel has not done the best with over time, that they've not built up. They, they, they always introduce characters. But then don't do anything with those that these new characters in their stable. Well, they do, and they just put them in like cameos in other movies, or like put them at these things. Yes, or put like, every single one in Endgame, or like, <laughs> um, you know. But and now we, thankfully, we have more of like the, hey, they're doing a TV with the show. Disney Plus with the invention. Yeah, of Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. There's a little bit more. You have more of a chance with that. But, and you do have like those people, those characters that you know you would have maybe say Wanda and she has a show, and then then someone visits her in yeah. that show. So you're building not just the title character, yes, but other characters as well. So. Yeah. And so like this, I um, I I get it's it's sad the circumstances surrounding it, of course, but I am really glad that we got to like see some peripheral characters built up. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think this movie stands on its own? Nope. No, I would agree. I mean, the Chadwick Boseman alone yeah. makes it not stand on its own. I well, mean, they tell you, you know, him for him not being there is because the character died. But, uh, you know, there might be some other reasons why the viewer might not know if they're young and they just don't yeah. know. Um, but uh, for the most part, I'd say no. I don't think it holds up on its own. Plus, there's a lot of characters that come back for a cameo. Yes. Or for extra that uh, come back uh, about uh, an hour into the movie or even an hour and a half into the movie. And you're like, uh, like a casual viewer will be like, who's that? Yeah. So, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and even then, I like I wasn't really clear on what they were saying that how Black Panther died. Like, it... Not it really. Sounded like, it sounded like he was sick. And where she's like, I'm going to get you the purple flower because then you'll be strong. You could you could survive whatever. But then she was like, um, when when Shuri sees uh, Killmonger in the afterlife and she's like, he died because of you. And I'm like, he died because of you. I mean, maybe because of the flower thing she meant. But I'm like, or is it a side effect of something or I don't know. So that's why I'm like, I I don't, you know, did he get injured because he didn't have the purple flower stuff he needed or like what happened exactly? So that's why I'm like, I, I don't know. And we don't really need to know, but like it, I was a little stumped by that one. So um, does this make you want to watch the first one? Um, yes and no. Um. This is such a different movie than mm-hmm. the first one, and from the Marvel universe in particular. Yeah, I mean, if Wakanda is separate, kind of, for, and it takes a while to get to Wakanda. Yeah, uh, if you're a Marvel character, then this movie really does 
kind of separate itself from the Marvel Universe anyway. Yeah. So, yes and no, because the Chadwick Boseman stuff does, because I do miss him, but the rest of the movie doesn't, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's almost like it's it's almost like a whole different property. Right, it's still Black Panther, but it's not. Yeah. So like it doesn't It's like the friends of Black Panther. <laughs> I do want to I do want to watch the first one, but it's not necessarily because of this one. It's because I enjoy the first one as itself. Oh, can I go back and say I was going to say when you said and um Angela Bassett, I was going to say, "Oh, you mean Amanda Waller from Green Lantern?" I just I remember that. She was yeah. Amanda Waller. She was. Yeah. Before what's her... Uh, so there, she, there you go. She was in DC before she was in Marvel. Yeah, before uh, Olivia... Uh, Olivia who? Uh, why am I blinking on her name? Mm, I don't know. Took over. How to get away with murder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Before she took over as Waller. Mm. And she's getting her own standalone show. Yes. Can't wait. Which... For Waller. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, from the makers before of Viola Baller. Davis took over, Viola Davis. Viola that's Davis. What I'm thinking. From the makers of Baller come Waller. <laughs> Waller. <laughs> Taller. Um, Skilo. That Skilo song should be. The, I wish <laughs> I was a little bit of Waller. I wish it was a dollar. Would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Um, just go continue. There's a, there's enough mythology here. Yeah. That you could build a series or you could yes. build a. Wakanda series or yeah, whatever. I would see that like there's because the the it's so vast. Yes, yeah, I'd like to see where it goes from there. Um, and even like focusing more on like some of the, mm-hmm. the, I would I would like to see more of what goes on in the city itself or some stories surrounding even that. So, um, and then two words, some of your experience. Oh, gosh, I've been mean to think about this, and I totally forgot about it. Uh, two words are um, not Marvel. I feel like this is the, the furthest away from Marvel we've gotten, but it is Marvel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, not Marvel is my two words. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, I feel like when you watch this movie, and it's a very long movie. Yeah. That you can watch on Disney Plus if you subscribe to that. Um, over two hours long. Um, I don't like over two hours movies, but you know me. Yeah. Um, want a short ass movie. Want a short ass movie, but it feels like when you watch this, you're not sitting down to a Marvel movie. Yeah. You're sitting down to a continuation of the the world of Wakanda. Yeah. You know what I mean, and um, that feels good. I like that it's not. And it feels like, but I think basically because no one else from the Marvel universe steps in or, or even is like, uh, I'm there at the end for the stinger. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yeah. And so I feel like this is just separate and I like that because yeah. it's so much of, of it. It's like, you got to watch 150 movies to get this. Although one movie. I will point out, you were the one who you were like, <laughs> oh, nice. Everybody shows up to Tony Stark's funeral, but not a damn person's here for that was more like the fact of like, look, Chadwick Boseman, like Black Panther, who was very much involved with uh, what was going on. They don't show up for his funeral. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know. Not even Hulk. They're also very isolationist kind of. And that's what I, that's what you said. You know, yeah. Just, you, know, you need the right kind of water drum to get to Wakanda. Yeah. 
where the you know I don't know how I felt about that. <laughs> like like there's a lot of things like I I like the the Afrofuturist aspect where it's like a blend of tradition and the and science yeah. fiction kind of thing. But that was one where I'm just like you have to do like a pattern of drum beats to get into Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how I felt about that. <laughs> but, um I think my my two words. Oh yeah, what are your two words? Sorry, you you are you're um, also on the show. Yeah, yeah, we forget about that sometimes. <laughs> um, awkward tribute. Awkward tribute. Well, like okay, so what was awkward about it? Well, no, what was this, loving this, tribute. Well, you can let me answer what the two words are about. <laughs> I felt like, um, this movie it created. Like this great tribute to to Chadwick Boseman, and it actually did a lot of good things for like the characters, launching them off and doing different things for them, giving them opportunities to do things they probably wouldn't have gotten to do otherwise. But there was also kind of this awkwardness in it that it felt like it broke the story flow a little bit from like what it probably would have been before. It didn't like you said it didn't feel like. Your regular Marvel movie. So I, I feel like it, there was this, it was both a tribute and kind of a, a weird feeling of like, how do we deal with Chadwick Boseman not being here? Yeah. I think like that's it kind was, of the, the thorn in it, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's not also only, a blessing and a curse. Yeah. It's not only that like, well, how do we deal with T'Challa not being here? No, for real. How do we deal with Chadwick <laughs> Boseman not being here? Like it just, it felt like it was simultaneously handled very well and very awkward. Like there was just moments where I was like, just how like the movie you said it's haunted, like Chad or T'Challa's death haunts us through the whole movie. Right. Yes. I feel like as a property, Chadwick Boseman's death kind of looms over this the whole time. Yes, it does. Correct. Because I can't go through the entire movie. Like, in regular intervals, I was like, oh, Chadwick Boseman. Like, because I was just thinking about him, you know? Like, it stood out. And so, I don't know. Like, it was it was both beautiful and still that kind of, like, unease that comes with, like, I think as, a, as viewers, maybe the view, like, I wasn't done mourning in that little short-term moment for Chadwick Boseman. And yeah. so I kept getting drawn back into it feeling like, you know, uh, I was watching, you know, yeah, somebody, somebody who died, I'm watching their, you know, their widow go on a date kind of a thing. It was <laughs> like, you know, it was yeah. like, it was just like, Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm both, like, I'm both happy for you and not easy at the same describe time. It in terms like maybe you would, under, it's like if your mayor's husband kills himself. Yes. And then two years later, not even two years. No. Later. And then like, <laughs> then like six months then, like, later, six months later, she gets remarried. Yeah, gets remarried and then moves to like St. Louis, yeah. but still tries to build like a streetcar and that still, no one still wants. Tries to run your city even though she doesn't want to live in your city and anymore. Yet your tires pop because you hit like four hundred. Yes, like bottles. Yeah, I know we're digressing and we're going <laughs> into territory that maybe some of our listeners don't know. Most of our listeners, most of them don't. <laughs> but you know, whatever. So yeah. <laughs> all right i think that's all i got all right you've been deuced on this one so uh black panther wakanda forever is streaming on disney plus 
The Academy Awards are on, on next Sunday. That would be the 12th of March. Mm-hmm. So uh, look forward to that. We will be back hopefully next week for uh, our last movie. Yes. Which Jeremy's excited for. Super excited. Because it's the second Avatar movie. Yeah. So I'm kind of I've excited. already I've already gotten all the blue water people out of my system. So like <laughs> I don't know how this is. Some more blue water out. people, so we'll see you next time. <laughs> Remember, folks, the sequel is king. Chenna Woody King, Mr. Nama Chicken, Joko Lipek Sikimba, Avogik Yetel Ashikin, King Kustal, Itchil Tech, Janet Itchil Impuxika, Cheng Wenekeche, Janet Itchil Inna Job, Avokel, Mashenteng, Letit Ang, Kushaneng, Tupetenil, Yukata. Bolong Kalil Pati Ketch Lela Leti El Gacha Yang Kak Sipashal Waking Pati Ketch Shibalba Sonoto Ujok Bal Uti Al Ulak Jokol Kap Kalan Tapach Big Patak Kalan Tapach Big Patak Kalan Apach Bol Maya Yo, yo, yo.